Welcome back to a special bonus episode of CCM Madness, where we are going to talk to the co-creator of the Christian Music Tournament Bracket. Uh, Eric is going to be with us today. I'm Paul. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. We've had such a blast doing this through March Madness, breaking down the brackets, and it's been such a joy, really. I mean, it's been so much fun for us to to do this. And it was fun to watch on Twitter as well, where this whole thing started. And Eric, we're so happy to have you here to talk about this because there's been so many questions about how this got started. How did these teams get picked? I said teams, but you know, bands and artists get picked, like just knowing your thought process. And it was so awesome to have you jump in when you learned about the podcast, listen to it. And and that was, that was awesome. Again, we didn't want you to feel like we were just piggybacking (laughs) off your hard work. And doing something on it. We were just having fun, right? It was great. So thanks so much for, for being on with us. I really appreciate you having me on. I've I've loved listening to to you all do it. I hope you'll do something more even after this season. Our hope too. <laughs> it's been a blast. And is this the first time you have done something like this? Uh, yeah. As far as like a a tournament and things, yeah, yeah. I've had a a few tweets that kind of got some attention with CCM listeners and things like that. And uh, somebody kind of said, "You should, you know, March Madness is coming up. You should do a." Uh, March Madness CCM tournament, put it out there, something like, should I do this, blah, blah, blah. And people said I should, so I was like, okay, let's do it. Josh hit me up, Josh Baylog, and said, you know, I was I was kind of going to do something similar for Jesus Freak Hideout, where he writes. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I'd lo- love to have your help on this. So we kind of collaborated and got it going. I love it. I about four years ago, I did a emo madness bracket where I just picked out a bunch of bands that I liked. And I did regions from like West Coast bands, East Coast bands, Midwest bands. So I kind of did it like that. And I was like, man, that was kind of hard work. And then I got in somebody tagged me on one of your tweets and I was like, oh, this is great. I love the CCM bracket. So I just started following along and doing voting on it and everything like that. And then uh, I talked to my brother and sister. I was like, we should do a podcast on this. This would be a lot of fun. So that's just <laughs> kind of how we got into it. But yeah, that loved it. Loved the CCM madness bracket. It was great. Yeah, I was I was very excited to find you all. I was just kind of searching on Spotify to see, you know, what episodes were out there about it. And I didn't expect to see a whole series <laughs> about about the bracket. But that was it was very exciting. What's kind of your background so people get to know you a little bit. Obviously, they've gotten to know us and a lot of our stories. But, you know, how did you come to be a fan and a listener of CCM music? Well, um, I grew up independent fundamental Baptist, which were very much any kind of music with drums or electric guitars and things like that. So um, I grew up on Southern gospel and hymns. And uh, my my rebellion of that was to start listening to some for him and all that kind of edgy, edgy stuff, you know, Love it. <laughs> and, <Yes>. uh, <laughs> and, uh, so after being called, you know, a bad influence by, uh, you know, my friends and parents. things like that, I, I just fell in love with it, started going to Ichthus music festival, which was nearby and, uh, buying, I was in the family Christian store every week, buying new releases and, uh, eventually started kind of you know getting involved in online forums and things like that and started blogging and uh started my own little record label and kind of dabbled in all kinds of things here and there love it 
so Ichthus Festival, where's where's that? I'm trying to think because I I know uh, Sunshine Fest in Minnesota, Cornerstone, Illinois. Is Ichthus down in Florida or where's it's that? It's Will Wilmore, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky, and it's like it's kind of like a suburb of Lexington, I guess. It's just a a little town kind of near us. Awesome. So when you were going to the Christian bookstore listening, I mean, all of us that grew up in the 90s going to the Christian bookstore know there was mm-hmm. like the CD station that you could like put in different CDs and listen to the demos and go. And, you know, there was a lot of the displays at the time that were even like, if you like this secular music, then here's the Christian alternative. But you didn't mm-hmm. even need that because you weren't listening to that. You weren't even listening to christian music that was well the gospel I, I will say though my parents were not as strict on that as the church was my dad was not real involved in the church he listened to country music and 80s pop so i i did have you know some knowledge of music outside of that um and i was really in i was really into like like boys to men and stuff around the same time so oh, yeah. so yeah. for him for him kind of scratched that uh that itch of you know four-part harmonies and Things like that. So they were my first, you know, first favorite band as far as CCM goes. Who was the other group that KDU reminded you of for him? What was I that? I mixed up for him and take six. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take six. Yeah. They were just in town like two weeks ago after we recorded our last episode. And I didn't get to talk about that because we were done recording, but they were in Lawrence. So, like, I saw some. Take six was. Take six was. Yeah. And uh, cool. our old choir teacher, uh, Dr. Miller, was at that concert. Oh, yeah. So I saw she posted on Facebook about it, but that was kind of uh, random. Oh, that is random. That's I didn't even cool. know they were still like together for yeah. touring. Take six, That's baby. I hope for awesome. him still touring. They're not, unfortunately. Oh. They I follow them on Instagram. Every once in a while, they'll post a picture of you know them hanging out. So nice. there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got to get them back. We got to all get on Instagram yeah. and at for him. I don't. What's their <laughs> hand? Do you know their handle off the top of your head? don't think they have like a, a a band handle they just i follow their individual oh. accounts and things like that yeah gotcha who's well, the other should... oh it's new song i get them confused with four oh, new song are great because they're the ones that are doing uh they still do winter jam yeah and so that's yeah the only way they can perform i think but they still sing a little bit at winter jam with all the other bands they're one of what? the best ones i take my daughter to winter jam every year they're still one of the best the best artists there <laughs> Just for context of like when your youth group days and stuff were, when did you graduate high school? 2001. Okay, so you're right in the mix of all of us. Of I was 2000, Mark, you were what, 03? 03. Yep. You were 05. 05. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all right around the same age doing this. And so when you were mm-hmm. putting, let's talk about the list that you and Josh put together. As Mark mentioned in his own experience putting a bracket together, it, it can be overwhelming. There's a lot of factors. I guess we'll even start just by region. How did you determine what those four regions were going to be? Josh came up with the regions, actually. Um, when when I first brought it up to him that I was considering, you know, that he saw us considering doing this and he reached out and he uh, he pretty much already had a list of the artists, 16 artists for each region divided up within the hour. He's he's on top of all these, you know, all these kinds of things. So he was he was ready to go and he already had it divided out and I was so I just stuck with the regions um we made some changes with artists but yeah we stuck with the regions 
Nice. John, that was when I was making the region stuff. It was tough whittling down the band. So that I mean, that's good that you already have like a a chunk to go by. Yeah, we uh actually he sent me a list and I tried to not look at it too much because I wanted to make my own and kind of see where we differed. And um, since it, I was really heading it up, we kind of went with you know I had the final say. I thought a, a, an artist should be on there. We kind of went with what I what I said. So. Um, there were there were some you know that that probably should have been on there that that we just you know overlooked or weren't one of our favorites. So I'd be curious what artists off. Do you remember which artists like you left off the list? I remember in the metal region he had Wolves of the Gate and Becoming the Archetype. I'm a little more well versed in that area than he is, so I switched in Zayo. And um, I think Blindside for those two. I like um, that. Good call. Good call. Yeah, agree with that. Emery was the only band that wasn't in that list that that I felt sad about. Yeah. but again, that's because my son's name is Emery, so <laughs> <laughs> that's a personal favorite. Um, but yeah, was was there any that you guys like had like specific disagreement conversations on that you can Not remember re- when you actually like kind of went back and forth on? Not really. Um, he 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 was pretty good about you know. I guess just kind of deferring to me since it was kind of the thing that I was starting with. So he didn't really put up too much of a you know disagreement on anything. I'm sure he could have made great cases for it if he decided to, but it wouldn't have, wasn't a big deal. And when you put this thing out, decide to do the Twitter polls. Did you think it would get the traction that it did? No. No, not a clue. Um, I actually, if I had any kind of inclination of what it was going to be like, I would have spent more time on seating and and things like that. Like I was working on a different music project for my blog. I was trying to rank my 250 favorite albums of all time. And that was kind of the main thing on my mind more than the tournament. (laughs) So, but if I had any clue, you know, that I would get, you know, so much attention on on that I, I would have made that the priority but now i know for next year <laughs> i love i love it that's uh i mean once something just starts going you just gotta roll with it but yeah. <laughs> to go back really quick we were talking about bands that maybe might have li- missed the list were there any that people brought up to you on twitter i know that some people brought up to me just in chatting about it they're like you know, what about Lifehouse or Creed and the crossovers? And in my opinion, Creed was never really a Christian band, but uh, Lifehouse, I could see in that category. Uh, were there any that you guys kind of talked about? Um, yeah, I actually put out a couple polls before the tournament uh, asking if people considered Thrice and Lifehouse, specifically those two, I think. I asked if people considered them a Christian artist. Um, both of those were voted no. If it were just up to me, I probably would have had Lifehouse in. But since uh, the majority seemed to not think that way, then I, I just left them out. And similar artists that I, I would have thought in the same category, like The Fray and Mute mm-hmm. Math even. Um, so, yeah, that artists that were more thought of as a mainstream artist, I, I mostly decided to leave out. Mute Math is a good one. Uh, I, and I played them on Christian radio back in the day before 10:30 the light 
switch control when that first thing came out i remember we we played that song but i was in i was in control at that point <laughs> so i was able to make that decision and so you did that with them but also then thinking about we we talked about this in the podcast um as well with like under oath and mxpx obviously they had such a huge uh impact on christian music and christian music sales and tooth and nail and being in the stores but now that they're not really christian bands did that factor at all did you have that thought when you were putting them in or did were you just based on the impact at the time while they were yeah i was i i didn't want to start digging into the specific beliefs of any of the artists that could get really messy and and tricky and i just decided that you know i think me and josh both decided that the best way to do it would be to consider artists who were specifically marketed to, uh, you know, Christians by uh, Christian radio and Christian bookstores and Dove Awards and um, things like that. Um, and artists that kind of fell outside that or maybe were very, very briefly in that, like Mute Math, um, Chevelle, we decided to sit out this time. But I think I, I'm not a, opposed to having like some of those kinds of bands on on the next one now that now that we've you know got the first one out of the way do a christian adjacent (laughs) list or something yeah yeah i have uh, actually started making a a list of artists who would fit that and it's much much larger than i would have expected so um not sure if i'm going to be able to make make that work but a few of the main ones i'll probably try and sneak in there Again, mentioning the traction that it got, the bands got involved, you know, Five Iron Frenzy, Switchfoot. They were retweeting about it. They were, you know, listening to the fans that were going. Again, was that surprising to you that would even reach them and that they would think about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I figured once people started really getting into it and saw them tagging their favorite bands and things like that and trying to rally up some votes, I I was like, well, that would be cool if some got involved. But it started off with, I think, a Demon Hunter retweet and a Derek Webb retweet for Cademan's Call. And uh, before I knew it, like Cutlass were sending, you know, eyeball emojis and Sanctus Real or commenting saying, why weren't we in this? We could have fit into three of these categories. (laughs) (laughs) And it just kind of took on a life of its own uh, with the artists involved. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. And were you surprised then with how it played out bracket wise, the way we did it? You know, we just took ours. We didn't pay attention to what the Twitter poll was happening. So, um, you know, bet- between us and then how you saw it play out online, were you, were you surprised as things were narrowing down? Oh, yeah. Five Iron Frenzy by far. Um, they're one of, you know, a handful of bands on here that I was never like a big fan of. Um, and I don't think I realized how rabid their fans were. Um, but even some of their fans said, you know, 11 Seed is really about right. Um just looking at the overall landscape of of mm-hmm. uh, Christian music and things, but uh, yeah, their fans—they've got a very active Facebook group that I've not found with any of the other artists, and they kind of just—they went all in, and the band was retweeting it and talking about it, and Reese Roper's personal Twitter account was was tweeting about it, and so yeah, they 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 really rallied um, rallied their fans. Uh, NF also has a pretty crazy fan base that that really you know surprised me i knew he was you know incredibly popular at the moment which is why i wanted to make sure he was in this even though he's more modern than, than a lot of the artists but his fans and five iron fans were the ones that were really just 
very impressive in their devotion. Five Iron Man, they were one of the best ska bands, even like back in the day. If you look at like Real Big Fish and everybody else from that, like Five Iron was like right up there with them. So it doesn't surprise me that their fans still, you know, long for more Five Iron Frenzy. And I know they were crazy on like they did a GoFundMe to fund one of their albums, I believe. And they made that just like that. So, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely doesn't surprise me that their fans are all over trying to get them to win the competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I actually joined their Facebook group just to see kind of what it was all about. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're very into it. And the, a lot of them seem, seem to hate me quite a bit for some reason, but then, then some of them are, are very, very nice kind people. So it's, it's been an experience kind of getting to know that fan base and why they, why they love five iron so much. Did you fill out a bracket? I didn't. I didn't oh. want to have. I didn't want to have any kind of um, bias towards any of the artists and or anything like that. So I, I set it up and I just let let everything run its course. That's awesome. Dude, if if we ha- if we made you right now choose a final four, who would your final four be? Of artists that are actually that I did put in it. Yes. Yes. Of, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it would be. Uh, Rich Mullins would be CCM Radio. Uh, Youth Group Region would be Jars of Clay. Pioneers and Crossovers would probably be POD. And the Rock Alt Metal would probably be uh, Project 86 or Anne Berlin. One of those two. Probably probably Anne Berlin. Nice. I should have worn it. I almost had my Amberlin on today. <laughs> the last second I changed it. I uh, wish I would have. I wish I would have. Oh, man. And so this this finished up, and then you guys went ahead and put out another bracket as well that uh, that that just finished up as of this recording, which, again, people can listen to this whenever, so it may be way past. But um, talk about that second bracket that you guys put out. Were you that something you started working on while this one was in progress? Uh, yeah, I started working on it towards the end of it. Um, I was actually, once I started thinking about it, I was more excited about that one than I was the, the CCM tournament that, that took off. And, um, I kind of didn't expect it would have the same kind of, you know, I guess virality of, of the first one, but I was more excited about it and I wanted to do it. And I saw that, uh, Elon was going to make some changes to Twitter polls. So I had to rush and get it out there and do it a lot faster than I wanted to. And, kind of put a damper on it but it was it was still fun tell us a little bit about that one what went um, into that? it was uh albums that came out between 1995 and 2004 which is kind of what i think of as the the 10-year golden age of ccm everything just you know started with with dc talking jars of clay around 95 their biggest albums uh, came out then and then um, in the early 2000s to the nil started having some some big hits and uh, that was just the era that I was most passionate about it into so I just kind of wanted to see what other people really loved uh, in that era so I divided up one half of the bracket was albums from 1995 to 1999 and the other one was the other side was 2000 to 2004. And that was like a mega bracket too that was more than 64. Yeah I did 96 in that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I just wanted there were so many albums that I was curious to see what they would do and um I just couldn't get it to a place I was comfortable with and it was literally the last I had a 64 
uh, seed uh, tournament ready, and I had a 96, and I was just, when it came time to do it, I was going to see what I was feeling. So, and I ended up going with, with the 96. All right. So, if I'm going to convince my brother and sister to do this next uh, season two of this CCM Madness I think I'm going to have to get that 64 bracket from you to try to, because <laughs> okay. 96 might be a little much for them. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to go for 96, but I know, okay. I know that they might, they might want a 64 bracket. <laughs> I, I can do that. Would you rather have the one, the original 64 or what was kind of voted into the 64 from the 96? Ooh, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe we can check out both of them. Okay. Maybe, yeah, we, can, maybe we can, man, that would be fun. What do you guys think? Yeah. I know we're just doing this live on the fly. But <laughs> Paul and Katie, I got to get you guys into a season two. We got to let them. Oh, man. Go. I don't, I don't, yeah. We can, yeah. I don't know if I'll listen to all 64. That's a lot of through. albums. I you probably heard, you probably probably heard, heard most of them. Though. I know, but I feel That's like you have to go back and I know we'll see. Yeah. We, we can make, we can do something. That'll be a, a long season it'll be good that's what i'm saying we can we can work on it for a while we can release yeah. release long slow slowly <laughs> i don't know but that'd be fun good. i i really like yeah. that the 96 that was uh that was a lot of fun to follow and yeah. once again the the spoiler alert but the five iron frenzy people they're they're rabid like you said they're they're gonna keep on wanting their band to win it so they 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 did end up winning it right yeah they did um and uh a lot of people were very mad about that, um, <laughs> and a lot of people were very happy about that. Uh, it was, it was not as exciting as the first one because a lot of people were not a big fan of Five Iron Frenzy beating, you know, Jesus Freak and things like that. Um, so there, but uh, it, it was still, it was still fun. Um, I think I'm going to uh, make it so the winner of the CCM tournament. One year will not be eligible for the next year, so uh, Five Iron Frenzy won't be in CCM tournament 2024. Oh, breaking um, breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's for the best. People will get um, people will feel like it's pointless if the same band yeah. is going to win every time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a good call, man. I like that. Yeah, thanks. Well, and what what else could come out of this? that we've seen transpire on Twitter between Five Iron Frenzy and Switchfoot and Roper putting out that tweet saying, hey, maybe we should do an EP where we cover each other's songs. And if that actually happens, you really should get some kind of credit in the liner notes because none of that would have been happening without you putting this out there and unleashing the beast yeah. of Five Iron Frenzy fans on the world and seeing that but seeing that again, even just seeing that for you, what were you thinking when you saw that tweet uh, pop up and say, "This is like actually like moving the needle in the world of CCM right now"? Yeah, that that would be that would be awesome. You know, whether they give me any kind of shout out or not, you know, it would still be awesome. But I would I would love to be, you know, mentioned as a as a part of that happening. But that yeah, that's just really exciting to think about. So. If they do like a three song split where they each do three songs of each other's band in your head, have you thought about which songs you'd want to hear Five Iron cover of? I know you said you weren't a huge Five Iron fan, but any songs from Five Iron that you'd want to hear cover of Switchfoot or Switchfoot cover by Five Iron? Um, I'm a big Dandelions fan as far as Five Iron goes, so I'd love to hear Switchfoot give that a try. 
Um, the pants songs. I think they love the pants songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, Five Iron Frenzy. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to think on maybe a new way to be human could be a fun one Ooh. for for Five Iron to to try. That would uh, sound good to... with ska. That would sound good with some horns behind it. Yeah, I think so too. I think if Five Iron covered only Hope, and then Switchfoot covered New Hope, <laughs> that would be a nice. Yeah, I like that. That could be fun. Yeah, it's good on the album too. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the title of the EP would be the. Only new hope. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like where we're going with this. <laughs> we're all going to be producers by the end of it. <laughs> no, if, they put there, out a go, if they put out a GoFundMe for that, it would be fun yeah. so fast. There, like, there's another guy who uh, who's uh, one of the admins on Five Iron's Facebook group was originally the one who suggested to them that they, you know, put something together in celebration of them being the finalists of both tournaments. And so that was, I think, what gave Five Iron the, the idea. So he should also get get credit for that, too. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, now that, you know, we're through we're through March, and so that whole March madness stuff has died down, and we don't know what the future of Twitter polling is going to be. But is this something that you're yeah. going to wait until, you know, next year to do, or are you going to keep putting these brackets out throughout the year? I don't think I'm going to keep doing it one right after the other. Um, If the urge strikes me for something in three months, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put one out there. I'm not going to put as much energy into it as I will the CCM tournament 2024 in March next year. That seemed to be the the thing that people really gravitated onto. And I don't want, um, you know, any other little things I put together to, to try and, take away from that since that's kind of what started the whole you know kind of enjoyment of the ccm tournaments well why don't you uh plug your <laughs> blog for us you said you you know you put out the whole the list that that you've been putting together of the you know the greatest albums and greatest artists talk a little about where people can find that and read that and and learn more about you um in everglow.com is where i do a lot of lists um, i love to make lists of favorite songs favorite albums uh by no means do i claim any of them are the best albums or the best songs by artists but they are my favorites and i like to um i like to do that and make playlists of them and try and turn people on to some new stuff so in everglow.com for that um twitter is where I'm most active uh, at In Everglow on Twitter. Talk about that name. Where did that come from, the In Everglow? Uh, from May's The Everglow album. Um, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, was obsessed with it for a good five or six years when I was making my Twitter. Just happened to fall in that, that time range. Um, so, yeah, I think of the everglow as a place and a place that i would like to be inside of <laughs> so in, in everglow it just turned 18 not too long ago it's crazy how fast they grow and you know we love <laughs> we love our kids as they grow up and we love the albums as they grow up and i still listen to in my spotify daily playlist i still get at least one song a day from everglow and destination beautiful so I mean that's that's those were classic albums. My my youngest daughter her her middle name's May. 
So after the band. <laughs> so yeah, my, big fan. My oldest is named Cadence May from Cadence from the Amberlin song yeah. and May from the band May. So yeah, I can I can relate with that. Love it. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. We're such music nerds, guys. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And it's so cool that, again, it's impacted us so much that we want to continue talking about it and revisiting it, that it's still coming up. You know, it's it was a good time for us musically coming up mm-hmm. in you know youth group and like you said that ccm the height really was that 95 to 2005 um there was so much stuff that came out that is still gonna impact us because i think you look back on all the generations and it is that that high school to college age is still the music that you want to listen to on the radio you know so when they have mm-hmm. these ccm oldie stations that are going to start popping up where everybody's just playing stuff from <laughs> 90 95 to 2010 like in 20 years like that's the stuff that it'll be still fun to have our kids listen to yeah Love actually already has those on their app 90s <laughs> 90s and 2000s stuff that's right. As it, long as they're not playing Awesome God, maybe I'll listen. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that, that made me so sad to hear that you hate that song so much because just oh, because God. it's Rich Mullins, I adore yeah. it. It's not one of my favorite songs of uh, his, but I just love that man. <laughs> yeah, he, again, great stuff, innovator, all the things, but yeah. Ugh, just. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to get started. We want to start. Uh, no, we start it again. I think Caleb even on, on the weekends. Caleb is doing that too. I think they're throwing, they're mixing in the the nineties and early two thousand stuff. Like I, I heard. Uh, I, I guess this would have been really early nineties, but I heard a, like old Point of Grace song the other day when we were driving around. So I was like, man, people love that. I guess still. So I mean, that's. That's radio. That's the formula. That's what you do, especially the weekends. Got to throw it back. Uh, with that, though, talking about new, is there new stuff, Eric, that you've been listening to or any new bands or artists or albums that that you've been finding good to listen yeah. to, not just the old stuff? Yeah, um, I, uh, I've i actually made good friends uh, with some people on Twitter who are great musicians. And even if I wasn't friends with them, I would still love this music. Um Benjamin Daniel is uh, a singer-songwriter. He's got an album called Shelter Heart. That's my favorite album of the 2020s so far. Like I said, I would think that even if I I, I didn't, you know, know him on online. Um, there's uh, Medical Morning, which is like a shoegazy kind of Christian uh, artist who um, he's working on some new stuff. But he put out an EP, and I actually I made. Uh, physical CDs of that from on my record label because I loved it so much. Um, uh, there's there's not as much as I wish th- wish there was. A lot of it's kind of underground. Like radio, is so eat up with you know worship music and things like that. It, it does make it harder to find that kind of stuff. My, my epic is another one that I love. Um, uh starflyer as long as starflyer 59 keeps putting out stuff you know i'll i'll be i'll be riding that train um those are kind of some of my favorites that are still still making music that would fall in the the christian realm this is a guy that's maybe uh pedro the lion 
Mm-hmm. You know, he was just in Kansas City like a couple days ago, which I missed it, but he was doing one of those anniversary tours. Uh, man, I don't know why I just thought of yeah. that, but I just I, wanted I, to throw that out there. <laughs> how was the Copeland anniversary yeah, tour, I've, Mark? Oh, Copeland, that was so good. Uh, man, I, I've i seen him a couple times in the last few years. Uh, Aaron did that uh, acoustic thing uh, that I helped out with with Emery and oh, – yeah. Aaron Sprinkle last winter, but I guess that was a year and a half ago now. Wow. Time flies by, but Copeland, one of my favorite bands. So it was always, I I mean, traveling to Oklahoma to see him was fun. (laughs) Good times. I've never seen Copeland. I'm jealous. I hope to see them someday. I, I, uh, I'm really sad that I missed the Copeland May tour back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they only, I think they didn't do a full tour together, but they did a partial tour and I missed it. And I was like, man, if that would have come to Kansas City or Lawrence, that would have just made made my life. <laughs> yeah, same. So for the, the next year's bracket, 2024, you said you've kind of – do you have that actually all set up already, or are you still going to be thinking about stuff that you're going to add to it? Um, I don't have it all set up. Um, like I said, I'm going to keep out the winner of the previous year and the artists who didn't fare real well in the first round or maybe even into the second round. I'll probably replace with some other artists. There's, I, I made a list of like 300 artists who could make at least some sort of a case for being included into this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't want it to be too similar to this year, but I also know there's also going to be people who weren't following it this year who come on next year and have a million questions about why this certain artist is not in it. So I'm probably going to have to write up an article explaining why every artist is in and isn't in. So kind of mentally preparing for all that's going to go into, into that. How was that dealing with, again, there, there are obviously people that get very animated and upset and, you know, haters on all sides once you put yourself out there. Um, you know, was that hard at all or was it pretty easy to just slough off as, uh, as Twitter people being Twitter people? Oh, no, it was pretty hard at first. I'm I'm a bit of a people pleaser and trying, you know, try and keep things uh, civil and uh it was it was kind of hard, you know. People at, at first, some you know, I could take people saying, "Why wasn't this artist on there?" Blah blah blah. But when people are like, you know, calling you, you know, I don't think this person knows what they're talking about, and blah 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 stuff like that, just mean spirited stuff. I I did, I struggled with that at first, but as time went on, I would start just commenting. Thank you. Have a nice day and things like that. <laughs> Just the uh, thumbs so, up, thumbs up yeah, and a yeah, smile. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I like to do the glasses emoji with the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to adopt that. But yeah, after, after the first round or so, I, I, I was like, all right, I can, I can handle this. And I, I, you know, I did better with it. But at first it, it was it was hard. Well, again, major kudos to you for putting it out there, for putting yourself out there. And again, you've been doing this for a while as far as the blogging and you know music reviewing on your own. So to put this together, again, a lot of work. And we're very obviously excited because we've been able to do this podcast over it. But so much fun to see it out there in the world, to get the traction. You know, CCM Twitter has like 
I don't know if just because I started commenting and following the algorithms giving it to me more, but I feel like it's not that. I feel like CCM Twitter has had this like huge uptick <laughs> since this first bracket came out and then followed by the second one. And so it, it is fun to see people with the shared experiences and the, you know, the shared memories and love of this genre of music be able to come together and find each other on a social media platform and, and being able to see those be used in the way they were meant to be used, you know, and, and finding people yeah. and having fun conversations. And, you know, Eric, what you and uh, Josh did really helped spur that along with this group. So kudos to you guys. Oh, thanks. I mean, it's, it was just something that me and Josh enjoy and just happened to be that there are a lot of people out there who feel similar or and maybe some people who forgot that they loved the music and rediscovered it. And, you know, it was it was fun to see people get excited about it again and seems to be continuing to some degree. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on and make make this podcast happen. It wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And everybody, again, you can go to ineverglow.com to read more about everything you have with all the <laughs> reviews and the lists that you have up there. And uh, shout out to Josh as well for, for his part in it. And he wasn't able to make it tonight. But we look forward to the 2024 bracket and there may be an announcement sometime soon about what season two will be for ccm madness so follow along in our facebook group ccm madness on facebook get in there keep the conversation going uh follow in everglow on twitter and jbay underscore all the way for josh as well to follow ccm twitter and all the conversations that are happening